Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. And hello, everybody. I am Michael. I'm John. And I'm Andrew, and welcome to episode 98 of the Toy Rewind podcast. Just a little podcast where the three of us like to get together and talk about toys from our childhoods, um, and hopefully your childhoods too. Uh, give you a little history lesson, uh, or Michael likes to give you a history lesson, about how those toy lines came to be created and ended up in all of our houses this week. We rewind back to 1986 to talk about a kind of a, I'm a, it's kind of a space line, uh, just kind of fun action figure line um, from Coleco. Is that, did I say Coleco. that right? Coleco? Yeah, from Coleco. Coleco. Yep. We're going to talk about Starcom, the U.S. Space Force. Um, and so I am hoping that Michael tells us there's a figure based off of Steve Carell in this. Um, if not, then uh, I guess they were just way too early, <laughs> way too early for their time. Yeah. <coughs> what do you guys got going on this week? Not much. Um, Football. Working. About <laughs> it. It's been crazy. Um, I did get a uh, motoring Monday out. You did get it. We did. Um, yeah. I saw you. I saw that post. Um, I got to watch it. Was it good? I've been working. So, yeah. I, I, For once. It, I think it's good. Well, I fumbled and bumbled through it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Andrew's no longer being able to sit at home watching everything. He's actually got to work. So. Yeah. yeah this, since we started this podcast, like this week's the first week I've been in an office since uh, we started the podcast. So it's uh, very interesting uh, not being able to just watch whatever I want and do whatever I want. So, you know. Yeah, I just I just went over some. Uh, there was a line of uh, Hot Wheels that came out from 79 to 84 uh, called The Heroes. And it was uh, just some castings that had um, Marvel characters on it. Uh, Thor, the thing, Human Torch, Spider Man, Captain America, Incredible Hulk, and Iron Man, and Silver Surfer. So, did you did you happen to mention the uh, the new uh, DeLorean? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not I'm a Marvel my... property. So, well, I just didn't know if you mentioned it on your Motoring Monday because it releases like the, the no, I release this week. We so. we might. Uh, I got a, a special Mattel order for a uh, two pack with the DeLorean DM, uh, the, the, the 12 and then the new alpha five, um, coming, but I don't know when that's going to be here. So when it does get here, eventually it may be a year down the road. I don't know. Depending on how <laughs> things go. I don't know. Who knows? So, you never know about pre-orders these days. Yeah. So, but um, we do, we, right. we will have, have an episode sometime down the line for the different DeLoreans. Cause I have a lot of different ones. And, yeah. But I also uh, went over, uh, some of these newer castings they got, like the X, X Wing, or the X Jet, oh, nice. um, the X Men Jet. Um, you have the Milano, uh, Guardian of the Galaxy's Milano. Uh, you've got the Spider Man buggy, Dune buggy. Those are one of the cartoons. Um, and then the Japanese Spider Man car. Yeah. So that one's pretty cool. Um, but that's from the Japan. Japan. He gets a special car. Yeah, yeah. The Spider Man, the Japanese Spider Man, is a little different than than our our Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. not to say that I don't care about Marvel, but we still need to do our live talking about superpowers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, we may end up getting since I do have a Green Lantern. Yeah, I saw that I got, one. Um, yeah, I've got Hal Jordan here, and then, um. I think that's, uh, and then uh, what's um, the, the who's, other? Who's, the other one is the one that's out now. Um, for some reason I can't remember his name. So John Stewart. Yeah, Stewart. Yeah, um, John Stewart. Yeah, here's another the one. Thanos one. The Thanos copter from the Loki Thanos show. Thanos copter, yeah. because that's what Thanos wanna... needs. He needs a helicopter. Yeah. So <laughs> that's from the Loki TV show or uh, yeah, Disney Plus. Now my fist still can't fit in that now. He probably could. So. No, I said the fist. Oh, the, 
Thanos' fist. Oh, I just said Mephisto. <laughs> uh, the gauntlet? Yeah, the gauntlet. There you go. <laughs> it's been a long day. Sorry. Well, I, Let's get on. Oh, go ahead. Let me say one, one thing real quick. We, we did watch a episode of the... Uh, what, what show was that? It's a little uh, cartoon... Uh, I can't remember, but it had uh, was it Night Hawk or something like that, and it was voiced by um, by Batman himself, uh, Adam West. Adam West. Adam West. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. So the one of the true Batman, uh, the superhero um, squad. That's it. The little, the so, little TV yeah, show. Okay. Yeah, the superhero yeah. squad. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, it's been such a crazy week. I got the new fig pen Batman pins. They're sitting mm-hmm. right here right here behind me i have opened them and glanced at them that's about it i posted about them that was it one of these days i'll get to really open it up and take a look at them um so uh hopefully we'll do that we got to get that other live going for those uh i have that the bat wing sitting there get yeah. that going. did you did you happen to find a supercar michael not yet i haven't seen it show up in my area yet Okay, when I get back over to Wally World, I will grab one for you if I see it. And if you got that, those Green Lanterns, I don't know if they'll show up. I don't know if they're selling that well around here for us to get one. There was so many of them at the Walmart. So um, if I, when I make it back there, it might be this weekend. I will, uh, if they still have my grandma. Um, Okay, well, John, why don't you do your thing so we can get to talking about some toys. All right, so let's talk about our social networks. Uh, check our websites over at toyrewindpodcast.com. You can also look us up at crossthestringsmedia.com. Uh, if you go to Cross the Strings Media, check, uh, go on there and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear them. Uh, you can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch is all toyrewindpod. Uh, Facebook and YouTube, of course, is toyrewindpodcast. Make sure you do that so you get directed straight to us. Uh, as Michael was just talking about his motor in Monday, uh, we do put those up on YouTube. Uh, when we get a chance and can do some more of our toy box showcases, we're going to put those up as well. And then if you want to play a game while you're listening to us, check out podcast, our podcast bingo over at podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind. Toy rewind. Um, yeah, go check out all those socials. Um, dropping, starting, um, right after this episode drops, which will be on the second, um, we're going to start dropping some hints about uh, our 100th episode and some giveaways that we're going to do. Um, we are also going to be doing that. Um, I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast last week, but I definitely think I posted something about it. Um, we're doing that live. Um, I don't know if I announced the date, but we are doing the 100th episode live, hopefully to be joined by a few uh, past guests that can drop in and just uh, drop in for a few minutes or whatever. Um, and maybe some other people from our cross streams media. Uh, we are still trying to get some stuff lined up. So you'll start to see that post, but you'll get to see all that. Um, we want to hear back from you on that. So we have a great 100th episode. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, and so uh, the only way we get to 100 is by getting past this one. Uh, so uh, Michael, John, you guys uh, ready to do some uh, toy talk? Let's sure. do it. So right. 98. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> hit the button. Hit the mute button on accident. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Um, okay, so this week we're talking about Starcom, the U.S. Space Force. So, um, so Starcom, uh, it was an action figure line uh, put out by Coleco uh, in 1986, and it was co-developed with NASA's Young Astronaut Council. Uh, so Coleco, uh, you know, you know them from ColecoVision. Um, they've done Atari games and stuff like that. The, the little handheld games, uh, your football, soccer, all that kind of stuff. Those little handheld games you had, those were Coleco. Um, Coleco also put out the Cabbage Patch dolls. We spoke that a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. A new guy, new Coleco sounded familiar, yeah. like when you said it. <clears throat> Yeah. So, uh, so after the crash of the video games market in nineteen in the mid eighties, um, Coleco, uh, you know, they had ColecoVision. Like I said, they made games for Atari twenty six hundred. Uh, they also tried their hand unsuccessfully with 
um, with the home computer. Um, and it actually, the home computer was like an expansion for the ColecoVision as well. Uh, they call that Coleco Atom. And it did not work. It had too many failure, failed things in it that just, it, it would just crash on you and would never work again. So uh, I'm not, I don't build computers, but I know there was stuff in there that, that made it not work after a little bit. <clears throat> so, uh, so, so this, this line, uh, so they were looking for something to, to help uh, sales since all that stuff that they were doing, all the gaming and stuff like that, the bottom just dropped out um, in the early, uh, the early eighties. Uh, this was before, right before uh, Nintendo came out and got the video games back going again. Uh, but uh, so they they kind of did a collab with the NASA uh, to 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 develop this this line and kind of get kids interested in space stuff. So NASA and all that. Uh, you know, NASA was a big thing, especially in the eighties. It was a huge thing in the eighties. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, the complete series consisted of like thirty eight figures, twenty four vehicles, and eight playsets. Uh, the line was supported by a cartoon, like all 80s uh, toy lines did, um, that, that this only consisted of 13 episodes and aired from September, 80, September of 87 to December of 87. And then uh, something cool about this is I was, I was reading on this. <clears throat> um, they had some talented uh, writers write the ep episodes, like most notably, um, was it Bryn Chandler? Uh, she's known for Gargoyles. Uh, Spider-Man animated series, Batman animated series, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and He-Man Masters of the Universe is what she worked on back in the day. Uh, Michael Reeves was another writer. He was he was big on uh, Gargoyles and the Batman animated series. And then this is one I recognize, Marv Wolfman. Um, he's most notably a comic book writer uh, for DC and Marvel. Um you know, I, I know him from um, from the DC titles he has, you know, the new Teen Titans uh, um, and then the, like the, the Superman uh, stuff from the early 80s or late 80s, uh, early 90s. You know, that that era is where he came in at uh, on that. So um, Marvel, he did Blade and I'm trying to remember another one, but that's off the top of my head there. So um, but he's. No, he's real big in in the Marvel in the in the car, comic comic book uh, realm of things. So, uh, so uh, as all toy lines from the 1980s do, Starcom um, had a had had two factions of it. You had good versus evil. Um, you can't have a toy line from the 80s that wasn't good versus evil. Nope. <clears throat> Unless you're Cabbage Patch dolls. That's it. I guess you would have the garbage pill kids as their evil. They're, that's the I evil. Guess. <laughs> I guess I don't know. So, uh, uh, so you had the heroic Starcom, uh, which was divided into three different branches. You had the um, the Astro Marines, the Star Wing, uh, and then Starbase Command. So that's your three that you had. Um, and then the evil Shadow Force was the bad guys. They had uh, uh, there was some different bad guys and they had robot drones uh, on their, their side as well. Uh, so the three branches of good guys, you know, they all have their own kind of logo that kind of tell them apart. Um, the Astro Marines, they had like a cross rifles in an orange patch on their chest. Uh, the Star Wing uh, faction had an eagle in a blue circle or a blue patch. And then Starba Starbase Command uh, had an eight-pointed star and a blue patch on their, their chest. So that's how you could tell the different factions uh, between the good guys. Uh, the centerpiece, uh, oh, the centerpiece gimmicks of this line, you know, you always had a line or a gimmick for each, each line of the toy line in the eighties, you know, there was always something. Mm -hmm. um, so the gimmicks on this, you had magna lock and then you had power deploy, uh, deploy. So all of the, the, these figures were like two and a quarter inch tall. They were, they were small enough. They fit in your pocket, whatever. Uh, they featured uh, permanent magnets that embedded in their soles of their boots, allowing them to stick to metal plates attached to vehicles and play sets. So all your vehicles, all your play sets, 
had uh, some kind of metal piece in them to where your your figure could just stand on it and not fall off or fall over. Um, you can also take these and just stick them to anything in the, around the house or whatever and have them just standing on the side of the wall and or your refrigerator, and it looks like he's standing on the side of the moon or something, I guess. <laughs> so, That's actually kind of yeah. cool. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So um, the vehicles and places uh, also featured magnets on them. Um, opted on the bottom of the aircraft or cranes to lift other vehicles. There's usually the the, the magnets uh, usually on the bottom part, and there's a metal piece on the top. Uh, so you can – some of these smaller vehicles fold up and can be stored underneath or, or transported by one of the bigger pieces, uh, like cargo. Like They kind of fold up like a cargo box. And then – Yeah, pods. Yeah, something like that. And it would it – would, hold together by a magnet and it, you can transport the the smaller vehicles by the, with the bigger vehicles that's kind of kind of what the gimmick is on that <clears throat> the uh power deploy feature um was on the vehicles and play sets uh, these involved spring-loaded or motorized transformations um, often with a sort of mechanical resistor that uh, produced a distinct whir noise uh, as components slowly um, rotated into place, uh, it just kind of made it sound like it's like it's actually there's a real motor in there. Uh, so there was I mean, to that as a whir noise. A whir noise. Yeah. Is that official? Is that what they called it? The whir that's noise. What, that's what I saw in all the the <laughs> when I was doing the research. That's what they officially called it. A whir noise. That's interesting. So <laughs> so. Um, you, so if you, these, if, if you hear that noise, you you know what it is. I typically think my car is not starting. Distinctive noise. No, that's a rah, no, not that rah, one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want a rah, oh oh. Rah, you want the, It's a little deeper. Okay, I yeah, got you. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So these these had they had little wind up motors. You can wind them up uh, and then. You could press a button and it would do whatever feature it's supposed to do. If it's supposed to fold up, it'll fold up. If it folds out, it folds out. Um, the uh, uh, There was no batteries or anything in these. They were just all kind of a wind-up uh, motor or you kind of pulled it back to wind it up and then you'd hit the button and it would do whatever it's supposed to do. Um, <clears throat> so these, these were said to be developed by, by Tommy. Uh, who featured the wind-up motors in their Zoids line. So uh, if, I know we've kind of mentioned Zoids before in one of the other uh, episodes, but they had a wind-up feature and, and the Zoids, and they, these motors were similar to, are almost exactly the same as those that they used in the Zoids. Uh, <clears throat> well, some of the features were just spring-loaded and popped open uh, the wearing motors and resistors gave it an impression of weight and power of a real life machine. So that's what I was trying to say. We'll go. So it kind of sounds like a real life machine when you, you've got it going. Uh, <clears throat> the, the power deploy features uh, of most smaller vehicles involves them converting into a portable pod uh, of a standard size and shape, uh, each with a, a metal plate on top of the center uh, for magnetic lifting. Uh, these pods could then be fit into compartments or larger vehicles or stacked with magnets. So we kind of just mentioned that. Yeah. Um, so the first two waves that came out in 1986 and 87 uh, of the vehicles included a unique pilot or driver figures. And then additional figures were released on blister cards uh, with weapons and backpacks and stuff like that. So, so the first two waves with the vehicles, you had a specific driver uh, with these. Uh, the later releases, when they came out, they were just kind of a, a random driver put in there, which most of them didn't have one. And when they got to certain distribution centers or whatever, they would open it up, put a put a random figure in there, card and all probably, and then sealed it back up and shipped it out to the stores. So it's kind of kind of a weird thing they did back in uh, back then. <clears throat> uh, Let's see. Later, 
see. Yeah, like I said, later vehicles sold in the UK and Europe did not have exclusive drivers, but were sometimes packed with a random figure. Yeah, I just said that. Uh, so the, the figures were highly... <clears throat> well, I'll just say it, then I'll say it's in my notes. So, deja uh, vu. So, yeah, deja vu all over again. Uh, the, the figures were highly detailed with the ornate decorations on their chest, heads, and arms. Arms, uh, unique face molds, and then seven points of articulation on these. Um, most figures, except the drones, include a small pivoting visor that clipped onto their helmet. So that's something if you're looking at the, the figures, buying figures or, or whatever, if you got your figures, uh, that's something that could be easily lost is that lost. visor. Yeah. So. Sounds like all the visors from Lego. Yeah, kind of, yes. sort of like that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> now, due to, to poor promotion and the fact that the cartoon only lasted a, a year in syndication, you know, it had those September to December on the original release. Um, they ended up being almost a year in syndication as well, um, but it wasn't, didn't go over very well. Um, so. Uh, the line was actually canceled in the U.S. after the first two waves, uh, but they ended up doing really well in Europe uh, with the with the toys and the show. Uh, they 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 were both very popular in in Europe and the U.K. Um, see, uh, we may have touched this in earlier episodes, but uh, Coleco did file for bankruptcy because this line didn't really do what they wanted it to do. Um, and they already had enough issues with the electronic stuff from the mid eighties that didn't do very well. They did well at first and then just the bottom dropped on, on the electronics, uh, the gaming industry. So they, uh, they actually filed for bankruptcy in the late eighties. And then, uh, actually Mattel picked up this line in 1989. So uh, Mattel, I think they actually bought most of Coleco to start off with. So. Uh, so a couple things, uh, so the, the waves that came out, so the first wave, and we can go through all the, the figures and stuff here in a minute, but the first wave, uh, was from, in 1986, it was released in U.S. and Canada, and then late 86, early 87, it was released in the U.K. and parts of Europe. Now, the second wave was 1987, um, it was released in the U.S., the U.K., Canada, and parts of Europe. And then the third wave was from 1988. It was released only in the UK, Canada, and parts of Europe. So third wave didn't even see any anything in the US. It all went outside the US. And then the fourth wave, it wasn't in the US or Canada. It wasn't even in, in North America. It was all, uh, so that was 1989. It was in UK and Europe only. And then Mattel took over the line in May of 1989. Um, one other thing to, to say about this line, once they exited the U S they, the, all the toys and stuff made after that, they took the U S flag off of it and the NASA logos on it as well. So <clears throat> it was just a space, uh, space calm or yeah, star calm. That was it. No, no space, no, no NASA and no U S on it, USA on it. So, <clears throat> so, um, so, uh, if you want to, we can go over the the, the figures. You said they were two hands. and they're like two and a half, two and three quarter inch. Two and two a quarter inch. inch. Two and a two quarter. Inch. Okay. Yeah, two and a quarter. I know a lot of things say um, two inches, but it, the official was two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. So it's shorter. They're shorter than your GI Joes and, and stuff like that. So these. The um, the cards on these give me a very much are very much a like kind of GI Joe um, feel to them because you've got these army got basically army kind of you know military space force type guys and spacesuits and you know they got the red backgrounds and little figures off to the side on the on the yellow um, but the artwork. On the actual card with the 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 the, uh, the space force guy or lady or whatever, like it's really good. I like it. Yeah, the, the really, card art looks really good. Um, that's, they also that's have the card art. Yeah, they also have the uh, the cards on the back, the info on them. Um, what do you want to call them? I can't remember, but the uh, 
I don't see any of these with like pictures of the back, but yeah, I can assume that the backs are kind of like the other ones. Like, yeah, the um, the profile cards is what they're called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they have profile cards on the back of them too, uh, similar to GI Joe. Now they're not as detailed as the the GI Joe ones, but it's they do have some on there. So I mean, these are really cool. I like them. Um, The I, I think we need to. I mean, the figures and the weapons they have, those kind of all, they're kind of all the same, the, the you know, the same kind of stuff. You got the, the plastic little figures or the plastic little weapons that go with the figures or whatever. Um, I do want to real quickly talk about Emperor Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy's weird looking. Yeah, he's, he's, um, let me find him. He's, Actually, he was a mail-in uh, only in Canada, I believe is what I read. He's a mail-in <clears throat> only in Canada. Yeah, he's a Canada-only mail-in figure. Um, he he comes with a... Let me find... Yeah, he's this got is the... 1987. The, yeah, he's got the, the little uh, vinyl coat on it or jacket whatever it is yeah. robe i guess it's kind of like a, a little darth vader from you know from the first star wars line you know it had uh the little cape i guess i don't know how you want to put it but I mean, it's got it's like a, it goes over his it's like a, a long vest it goes down to his, his yeah ankles. it doesn't go over it, it doesn't it doesn't have sleeves on it it's just like one yeah. So th- yeah i don't know how you really explain it but yeah that's how it I guess that's how you would explain it. Um, and but he, he also he also comes with a shadow scepter. The so. best part about this guy, I mean, we obviously know he's from the '80s, but mm-hmm. um, if this guy showed up at WWF, like I wouldn't think anything of it. Like he he just roll out and wrestle, and <laughs> in the '80s would be fine. Yeah, he's got that flat top that kind of bees out from the head and it's flat yeah. on top. It's, it's wider on top. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a weird look for him. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the 80s. It's an 80s cartoon yeah. figure. Yeah. And then he's definitely the upside down Triforce on his chest. Oh, That's I didn't what even it looks notice like. that it was an That's upside down Triforce. Like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, obviously, had I paid more attention, I would have noticed that. But it matches his head, John. It's not a yes, it matches his head. Um, the top part being the top part of his hair, and the bottom part being his, um, his goatee. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it does match his head. But yeah, it is an upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's one for sale on eBay for twenty five dollars. Um, I got one for twenty eight ninety, still in the package. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, but I don't how see collectible. Any... You said something about a shadow scepter. I don't see anything else in the bag with them unless it's behind them. It's probably not there. Yeah. It's probably out of the bag. It's, yeah. <clears throat> let's see. This, uh, I mean, this this line is really cool. These, uh, let's let's see if I can get one of these. This is the laser artillery. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's cool little, like, you know. Action pod there. Uh, yeah, some guns and folds out. Yeah. Um, this one is the Starbase Command Headquarters. I kind of like this. It's very spacey. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like what you would expect a um, a little pod on the moon or Jupiter would look like. I don't know. Can we get to Jupiter? I don't know. It's got the little, uh, little stilts it stands on. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a little stilts. It's got a little <clears throat> antenna, orange antenna on the side, some guns. Because obviously, by the time we get to Jupiter, there are aliens, um, yeah. and we're going to need to shoot those aliens. Um, and it's got like a little spacewalk thing that's in there uh, between some stuff. Uh, very, very spacey. Um, let's see. Let's talk about the. This is the Harv Seven. Little yep. space uh, car here. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything has guns. Got to have guns. 
Yeah, <laughs> got to be able to shoot people. Now all these uh, all these vehicles we're looking yeah. at, they do have that function where they fold out. Um, they make them bigger to make them look bigger and more menacing on some stuff. So, yeah. The F or sorry, SFB Starhawk Fighter Bomber. Um, this looks more just, you know, awesome fighter bomber, not necessarily space. I see how this is space, uh, but more F-16 to me than, you know, necessarily yeah, space like, shit, but yeah. But it is a yeah. dual cabin. Well, I guess not a dual cabin. Like there are two cockpits there. Yeah, it looks like two two planes with, with uh, two each like, of them have, have the opposite wings cut off and they just glued them together. Yeah, that's right. well, do you know what the function is on this one? To shoot uh, not off the top of my head. Oh. Okay, because I don't know this one, but I know one of the other ones. But you see the little gray button right there on the side? Yes. Each one of those, you press that button, and it has that's where the motorized stuff comes in. Mm-hmm. So I assume the, it drops bombs, and maybe, I don't know. Which one do you know, John? Uh, the six shooter. Let's, let's talk about it. Um, you can tell us what it does while I try to find it. <clears throat> so the six shooter, there's two buttons and oh man, you'd have to pull it up because it looks it's like the way it is. And then one of the buttons spreads the wings out and six guns come out. Hence the name six shooter. Oh, no, uh, I lost all my stuff. Uh oh. And then uh, the other button, it has a cargo bay in it. And when you hit it, you can have one of the pods in there. And when it, you hit the button, it'll bring it to the top, open up and bring it up. And then depending on how you set the pod in there, if you set the pod in there and hit the button right as you close it, the pod will open up. As it opens up, it comes up and then the pod will do its deploy, uh, the power deploy too. So Thank you, Michael. Pretty I, cool. I was going to say... I cannot find it um, on yeah. my list, so I'm glad Michael found it. So yeah, yeah this is one I saw. Smaller, and I pulled up, and the guy was going over it, and I mean, it's just a space shuttle that goes out there. It's got, like I said, you hit one of the buttons, and the front of it opens up, and six guns come out, and it's pretty yeah. cool how it opens up. And of course, as Michael said, with that unique noise, however you want to call it, mm-hmm. the whir noise, <laughs> the whir noise. <laughs> It goes, and then it's opened up, and six guns are coming out too. Yeah. So and it's got like cool to see that you know you can do it at the same time with the pods and set the pod up on the inside to deploy its power deploy as soon as it opens up. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's got uh, where you can you. It's got the pod. It'll sit down inside of it. Right in there. Um, It also has the. A magnetic thing where another uh, spaceship can sit on top of it. Um, so yeah, it's 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 pretty cool how these things all kind kind of connect with the magnets. That's what's pretty cool. This is very Star Warsy to me. It kind of looks like Battlestar Galactica to me. I okay, I get that too. I was just thinking like <laughs> Battle of Hoth, and maybe it's the white part of like the yeah, those look like Hoth, the, but... the little Hoth. Yeah, the way it's shaped yeah. a little bit, but yeah, it still yeah. looks more. Uh, Battle I see Battlestar Galactica, Galactica too. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say, like, here's another good photo. Um, this one's nice and clean. It's got all the little pieces on it. The so it's white. It's got these. Yeah, I was having a hard time the way you were describing it, John. But seeing yeah. it with the six, like, um, is very awesome. So if you're listening to us, be sure you go uh, Google uh, Starcom Six Shooter. Um, it looks freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so if you're watching our video, obviously you've got you can see it. But I think um, that's one of the bigger vehicles too, I believe. Yeah, yeah, of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was pretty cool. I don't know about the figures, like. If it was just the figures, this line would be would be okay. Like if they look cool, like it's kind of a cool background. Especially, it sucks that they're not quite the size of GI Joes because I feel like these would work really well with GI Joes. Yeah, 
but could. but maybe when you go to space, like you get shrunk down a little or something. You know, <laughs> we, we can we can pretend we all have imagination. Um, yeah. But the vehicles, just the ones that we just looked at, and the ones that I was looking at, and the uh, while you were talking, Michael, just makes this freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here, well, let's talk about um, Starbase. The Starbase station. Yeah. This looks freaking great. Like, this is like what all 80s and early 90s figures, like, this This gives me the vibes of, obviously, a space version of, you know, the TMNT sewer and all the, you know, you've got Castle Grayskull, all the cool... Um, bases that they have like that that's what that's what i get out of this this is awesome and you've got yeah you've got three platforms there and then the bottom you know the top two platforms have little guns that your figures can stand stand behind Mm -hmm. um the bottom one has like a control panel there and it has a bigger uh a bigger gun on the bottom um if you put your with the, the the magnetic features on these if you on that elevator when you're on the bottom floor, you put your figure on it and it activates the elevator and the elevator goes up. And it's, uh, without that, without that figure on there, it won't, it won't move until you put the figure on it and it goes up and down. The also with the gun, once you put your figure inside that, that little seat by the, in front, behind the gun, uh, once that, that, that magnetic feature is connected, the gun starts kind of rotating back and forth like it's shooting. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's something cool. With You have to wind it up, but once it's wound up and it won't do anything until that magnetic, until that, that figure is put in there with, and it activates the uh, the magnetic part of it. Yeah. John, do you see any prices? I did not get to look at prices. I was just pretty okay. much as crazy as uh, you, but I'll see if I can get something posted or get you just, something posted or whatnot. Just based on the few things that I saw there, just that would pop up on eBay. These look like they're very collectible um, mm-hmm. without a huge price point. Like some of them are a little more expensive than others, but you're looking at large things like that star, that star base. I mean, that's a bigger thing. Um, yeah. That's a good, size but it, yeah. just the ones that I glanced at didn't seem like these were like huge, crazy, you know, you're paying $500 for one figure or anything. Mm-hmm. So, and I kind of well, like these. These are really cool. What? So I don't think that that expensive, but yeah, these were pretty cool. I definitely would have wished I could either remember them or had them. One, yeah. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's rank these. Um, where do these things fall for you guys? I think I know where it falls for Michael. You think you think you know, huh? Yep. Um. Well, where do you think I'm going to put it at? I think you're putting it in the top six. Um, I do have a issue, a question though. I don't think Gigapets is that high on my list. I don't understand why Gigapets is that high on your list either. I'm gonna have to look back and see what happened there. It's supposed to be right above Tamagotchi. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just I just noticed that. I was like, why is that so high? Um. So anyway, I'm gonna put these guys. I like the motorized functions and stuff. I'm gonna put those. Gee, to me, they're they're kind of similar to Sky Commanders. So, um, I'm gonna put these guys at number five. Where'd you think I was gonna put them, Andrew? I said top six. Okay, you said top six. Okay. Yeah, I said top six, and I only said that because of uh, Gigapets was accidentally in there. I saw what was going on with that, uh, so I got that fixed for you. Okay, that's better. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna put these yeah, guys so, at number five. Yeah. Number five. Yeah. So yeah. that that kind of puts them kind of even with Sky Commander. So Sky Commander's got pushed to six. So yeah. Yeah. So John, where you put these? Uh, I think these were pretty neat. I think uh, I definitely would have wished I'd had some or kept some or you know remembered them. Um, but I'm kind of like Michael. I'm gonna put them at number five. Oh, number five. You're pushing down biker mice from Mars? Yeah. I just didn't think you were going that high. I figured you would be like number seven. I was thinking seven for you. No, I'm gonna these kind of these kind of 
they they I think they kind of resemble the vehicles uh, are what really got me, and I do have prices now. So yeah, okay. the the they kind of resemble like mask and, and stuff like that. The way mask, they kind of yeah, that's that's the other one I was trying to think of earlier with the with the motorized transformation on some of them. Now now they don't really transform into something completely different. They just make a smaller uh, compact pod. Uh, and and open it up to make it a bigger vehicle is what it does on on most of these yeah but it, so, it does it does do uh, a, like a mask kind of transformation wow. with the with the wind up motor so I'm going number eight with this and the reason I'm going number eight <clears throat> is because everything above number eight I remember and I remember playing with mm-hmm. um, this is definitely one of the cooler toys that we've talked about with this group of toys in this uh bracket um especially these vehicles like they said like i said the figures themselves are pretty typical kind of figures like the, yeah they're a little smaller or whatever but they're pretty typical figures but the vehicles and the backstory that goes with this pushes this way far further than um any of the rest so i'm gonna go number eight um i think i think that's pretty good for all these so, John, you said you had um, prices. Yeah, I just pulled up and found we're gonna, one. Uh, we're going to get back to prices in just a second. Okay. Um, but what do you guys think? You think Larry had these? Um, I'll have to take. I'm going to say yes, just just for the fun of it. <laughs> I mean, these are pretty. These are pretty Larry-ish to me. Yeah. So yeah. let's see. What do you think, Larry? Hey, hey, it's Larry uh, from the STS guys. What's going on, everybody? Uh, Starcom. Uh, my God, no! What is a Starcom? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, apparently, Larry never heard of it either. Uh, <laughs> and he looks them up and is like, "Oh, these are actually pretty neat." Yeah. He's gonna listen to this hopefully and be like, "Dang, those those are pretty cool." So uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm sad, disappointed, Larry. All right, what do we have on prices, John? All right, so. Well, those are not the right ones. That's the Bionic 6. Um, let me get to the right ones here. So let's talk about the Starcom Starbase that you were talking about a while ago with the elevator and everything and the guns uh-huh. and stuff. Uh, 1987 uh, from JCPenney. Uh, $25.99. $25.99 in 1987. Take a stab. What do you think? How much do you think that's that would be today? Uh, $80, $85. Right in the middle. $67.78. Uh, <laughs> so uh that's that's about right. For something that big uh, that has that's about right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a pretty decent that was the biggest, you know, one of the biggest ones. So I would say uh, that's not overpriced. No, um, transport missile cruiser was nineteen ninety nine. The HARV heavy armed recovery vehicle ten ninety nine was the cheapest one that I see on this page. Do you see any of the actual little uh, figures? I don't see any of the figures. That's when I pulled it up. I thought I did, but then I realized, oh, they're talking about the Bionic Six up there. But you no. Know. No, I don't see any with just the figures on this one. I'd have to look a little bit more just for the figures. But I mean, the figures aren't much without the pods in the vehicle, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got to have the magnetic stuff to make it work, most of them. Right. Now, I did have a list of everything that that was in each release, but I can't find it now. I don't know what happened to it. I definitely think these are worth, um, if you don't know much about them, obviously we got a good little history lesson from Michael there. If you don't know much about them, go check them out. and and see what else because i'm gonna i want to learn more about these uh i said those the vehicles and the little play sets definitely keep these 
up there in the top and then make these pretty awesome. So, mm-hmm. wow. So they were in the 87 JC Penny book, but not the 88. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 87 was the last year in the U S yeah. Yeah. So I they were in the either. <laughs> Um, I was looking at some of the uh, figures, the cards, and I did see a few of them there, Michael, that uh, had the flag and the NASA stuff removed. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think I would have noticed that had you not said that once they left the U.S. that they didn't have those things, which makes yeah. sense. I just, you know, I don't know if I would have actually noticed that. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. What else? Anything we want to add about Starcom? No, I mean, I think you know, I think it's a pretty cool little line, you know, with the features that it had, um, the 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 magnetic and the 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 transformation of it, the power deploy, and what I call the other one, the the magna lock. That's what it's called. I call yeah. it. Yeah, the magna lock and the power de- deploy um, parts were pretty cool. Um, I just. We, we might have had some ourselves if, and Larry might have even had some, if they kind of did a little bit more promotion on these things. Uh, apparently, the cartoon itself wasn't that great uh, to start off with. Um, Probably didn't have a teaching lesson at the end of it. That maybe why it lasted only 13 <laughs> episodes. And uh, I didn't watch any of it, but apparently the first couple episodes had to deal with like uh, space whales or something like that instead of. The good versus evil. I saw thing. something on that. Is this and, what is this Star Trek Four? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, and then uh, it it didn't have something else that's pretty cool. Is you always see in uh, it's got a name, a term, but I, I don't know what it is. Um, that when something happens, transforming or whatever, you get like a, a little theme song with it, or you know stuff like that. When these things actually did their they're changing uh, their power deploy in the in the cartoon. They just did it. There was no nothing to kind of get your attention. Hey, this is what they're doing, you know. Uh, <laughs> they, just they just did it. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's yeah. no there's no cool, uh, you know, when yeah stuff like that or or when yeah uh, yeah when when you do other the. By the the power of Grayskull, you know, type stuff, you know, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> there was none of that in the cartoon to get your attention. Um, also, or Thunder like Thundercats, they... oh, you know, nothing like that. I feel like my it might not have lasted as well because of the. I mean, you got to think. Yeah, that was not the. It was a prime time for NASA, but they were having to make up stuff maybe for the storyline. But you also have to kind of root that stuff in some reality because you have these real people from U.S. Space Force, not just like He-Man over here on another country or another planet, you know. So maybe, yeah. I don't know. They could have just done some Star Trek stuff and maybe, you know, had some troubles. Like triples. Yeah, just have those <laughs> and it would all have been okay. Um, well, okay. Space whales. <laughs> That's Space whales. That is that where Star Trek got it? No, no, no. It, it came. The, the the whales you're thinking about on on Star Trek are not space whales. They're they're just whales. They they came to Earth in the 1980s to save the whales. weren't so they space? weren't they in no, space? No, they wasn't. wasn't space. They traveled back in time <laughs> to, to 1984, 85. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Sorry, Ed. So um, they were they they saved real whales and real time is what they did because okay. the whales were going extinct so uh, and that's the star trek that took place pretty much all on earth right yes um you're probably they, they didn't have the, enough the, the space whales for uh star trek or star wars um what do you call it uh, the uh dang, my mind's not working tonight i can't clone think of wars anything. no not the clone wars the other cartoon i was gonna say I haven't seen uh, them, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, it had Thrawn in it. They went after, they used space oh. whales to get rid of Thrawn at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was space whales. So, Everybody's got space whales. We're, we're all going to um, get right, well, for, for not thinking of what's the name of this. My mind's just, it's been a long oh, week. Guys. Oh, you're, you're, a, you're in trouble. It's been trouble, a long, Michael. long week. 
So you're Aaron's gonna come mad after John with Tommy he's Dutchies. already mad. He's <laughs> already after John already. Y'all <laughs> already got him after me. Um, yeah. So did you Pokemon? Well, Ed's gonna come after me for thinking about space wells in Star Trek, yeah. um, since they're not. Um, and then I don't know who's coming after you, Michael, but somebody's <laughs> gonna come after you. We're we're all in trouble. Um, hopefully, we make two more episodes before the world cancels us. Uh, next week, we will not be talking about a toy. We will be talking about the evolution of the toy, um, just kind of throughout the years. So uh, it'll be a fun, a little bit different um, kind of a toy or kind of a toy conversation. So. Um, hopefully you guys will be interested in that and then we have episode 100 coming up we're going to answer some questions hopefully some questions from you what you would like to hear about our collections about our stuff about us growing up and we're going to answer some that we already kind of have on the side so um, hopefully in the next couple weeks you guys get those to us send us those voicemails you can do that on crossthestreamsmedia.com just look for the toy rewind podcast it's uh, the coolest looking icon that's on the website because uh, they have the best looking logo, I think. Uh, um, sorry, other sister podcasts, um, but we do. Um, yeah, so be sure to go send us a voicemail. We'd love to hear your thoughts. What toy lines you've loved? Uh, which ones you... What did we screw up over the last 98 episodes besides names? Because uh, Aaron's already told us about all this. Um, so do that. We'd love to hear, and we'll play those. Um, for you for you guys as we're if you send us a voicemail as we're doing the, the podcast so um, and also that'll be a live so you'll see a lot more information over that over the next week um, once we get settled date and everything like that so um, we're really excited about that um, yeah be sure you go check out cross streams media toryrewindpodcast.com um, all of our social media stuff there because that's where you're going to get that information and uh, uh oh Michael's got information Rebels Star Wars Rebels Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I have not seen it, but I don't know why I didn't think about the name of it. Yeah, um, they have they have space whales in Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who's coming after you, Michael, but somebody's probably going to come after you. <laughs> um, okay, well, with that, uh, we we talked about Starcom this week. Great episode ninety eight. Uh, great uh, toy line for us to talk about. Anything you guys want to add before we wrap it? No, I keep thinking about Space Ghost every time I think of this, too. <laughs> coast to coast? Space Ghost! Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. um, okay. Well, with that, we're going to wrap it, and uh, we will see you guys next week. And on behalf of the Brothers Newland here at the Toy Rewind Podcast, Coast to Coast. On. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at ToyRewindPodcast.com. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.